Started off dreaming, now we blow bags for the fuck of it. Toast every time we scratch sun off our bucket list. My nigga, I've been praying more. Staying away from sucker shit. It's crazy how you run across the show and fall in love with it. Appreciate you tuning in. Yeah, we gon' be here by the now. We're talking true events. Another week, another topic. To everyone that's here, thanks for watching. Yeah, Patty's about to keep it real. Stars gon' drop some knowledge. For the topics and relationship advice. You write, they read them. Email us in the DM if you think your nigga cheating or your chick. Folks don't know what loyal is. Niggas scared to tell the truth. We tie the cap to look no further than these two. Got opinionated views, but still we gotta state the facts. I done heard a lot of other niggas' shows, and I'm a pass. And every time they hear, they give you everything they have. Shit, what more can you ask? These two the perfect match. Run it back. Hey, mark it in your calendars. Don't miss this broadcast. Tonight we live. But we in the comments, fuck it up, no vibes. And when other shows copy us, let's all laugh. They say it's flattery, but nah, fuck your podcast. Hey, <laughs> we got hey. you to another episode of Fuck Your Podcast. I am Star. Me, your girl, Patty Mayo. And let me get our background music going. I'll be yeah. trying to have it up, but I'll be having mad shit on the screen at the same damn time. I know. I feel you. It's the process. But right. y'all be working with us. <laughs> right. So what's going on, Patty? Oh, we didn't take our shot. So we are celebrating. Last week was your birthday. So we're going to get into that. Um, but we're, I mean, this week with everything that's been going on, you know, it's, it's been so much going on. I know everybody is like mentally and physically exhausted, but I just want to celebrate and toast to life, man, because life is so short and, you know, we don't know what's going to come tomorrow. So I, I feel like, you know, every day, even though we're dealing with so much should be a celebration of just waking up in the morning. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh, Cheers to more life. Yes. Hmm. Oh, that was a one. Oh, Jesus. It's crazy when you <laughs> when you use a chaser and it has uh-huh. alcohol in it. Yeah, it's not a real chaser. Right. Uh, what kind of chaser are you using? Huh? What kind of chaser you have? It's um, my tequila and my cranberry. Oh, okay. That's my <laughs> yeah. like you can't chase alcohol with alcohol. It doesn't work. Right. Um, all right. So how was your weekend? How did you um, enjoy your vacation? For your I don't know if you guys can tell, but it was so peaceful. It was so relaxing. I did everything I wanted to do, which was be in the sun, be on the beach, or be near the water, just somewhere in calmness. Mm-hmm. And I did that. On my actual birthday, um, we went to the beach. And I tell you, it was for like 30 seconds. <laughs> Just to go. You know what I mean? Just to get that experience. But it was so hot. Mm-hmm. I passed out on the beach. Like, <laughs> Seriously? I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. ready for that. I'm not ready for that. Because I was drinking champagne all morning. Like, champagne diet. Uh, it's my birthday. Did not eat anything. And as soon as we got out the water and was about to you know, pack up and head up and leave, my ass. <laughs> oh my god, that is crazy. Yo, on some real shit, I have not um I haven't been on a champagne diet in a minute. Girl. Uh, 
I'm gonna lit every day. It's my birthday <laughs> until the end of this month, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, but um, what did I do this weekend? Um, I didn't do much. I oh, I did go out the house. So yes, um, I finally waiting. went out of the house and I put on real fucking clothes, not spandex. Yes. I was yes. so excited. Um, I went shopping. I got me some, uh, we got some end tables, well, nightstands for um, the bedroom. Because you know how you fix up your house and you do the outside and you save your bedroom for last. So we got that. Um, that was all we really needed. And what else? I bought some stuff from the stores, which I shouldn't have been buying stuff, but it was like really cheap. When, Where did you go? Did you go to Target? No, well, I did go to Target. I went to Nordstrom's Rack. I went to Home Scent. Is that the name of the store? And I went yeah, to I so. somewhere else. But they had really good deals. I was really excited. And, you know, I was able to get some good some good deals. But yeah, okay, like what was going on this weekend? Right. I was safe in the stores because they were... Um, they were sanitizing everything down, the baskets. They were making people sanitize their hands when they came in. You know, so it yeah. was... I felt pretty good. And they're um, limiting the people that they have in the store. So that okay. is awesome. That made me feel really safe. All right. So, you know, before I wouldn't go out, so I didn't know how the stores were. But now, mm-hmm. well, this isn't so scary, you know? Yeah, exactly. Right. Because we went to the outlets and um, there were a few, you know, lines and stuff because they were only letting like four people in at a time, if that. Right. And as soon as you walk in, it's like, nope. Mask over your, make sure your mask is completely over your nose. Pump this into your hands. Okay, now you can walk about the store. Right. Right. Um, but I do want to, I do want to go ahead and jump into the topic. So, you know, with every week, we always, we're always talking about, you know, different things that has transpired, you know, deaths in the community, you know, with black men, black women, and, you know, we're still trying to, um, bring justice to Breonna Taylor. Um, you know, it's a tragic situation. It's been over a hundred days that her family has been fighting for justice and the people have been fighting for justice because everyone's been calling in. So hopefully, you know, it comes a point in time where, you know, we can get some type of justice for her. They fired the cop, but they have not arrested him yet. So people rallied today behind her. Um, so, you know, hope we're all hoping that, you know, there's something that's going to be done. Hey, Simone. Hey, everybody in the chat. Um, but now we're going to get into Elijah McClain. So I, I'm not sure if you guys have, you know, heard about his story. Um, but you know, we can read his story and, you know, let you guys know what happened to him. But I feel like it's better for you guys to actually listen to what, what actually transpired yeah. uh, between him and the cops, um, on August and The 20th. videos are still out there. Right, so let me just play this clip one moment. On the evening of August 24th, 2019, Elijah McLean was walking home from his local convenience store. A passerby noticed Elijah wearing a ski mask, flailing his arms and listening to music. They called 911, although they told the dispatcher they didn't believe anyone was in danger. Elijah routinely wore masks when outside because he had anemia and became cold easily. When officers arrived and tried to stop Elijah, he continued walking and said, I have a right to go where I'm going. When an officer touched him, Elijah said, I'm going home, leave me alone, let me go. No, let me go, I'm an introvert. Please respect my boundaries. 
a struggle escalated and three officers wrangled Elijah, who weighed 140 pounds towards a lawn, threw him against a wall and tackled him to the ground. One of the officers applied a carotid control hold around Elijah's neck while on the evening of All right, so I'm going to play the next clip, excuse me. <clears throat> Elijah cried and pleaded, ouch, that really hurts. I'm so sorry. I don't have a gun. I don't do that stuff. At one point, an officer spotted another officer's body camera pointed at him and said, move your camera, dude. Elijah was handcuffed and medics injected him with ketamine to sedate him, a dose appropriate for a man much larger than Elijah. He suffered two heart attacks while taken to the hospital. He was pronounced brain dead on August 30th, 2019. He was just 23 years old. None of the officers or medics present at the scene were charged or held responsible in any way. We need justice for Elijah. Now this, this breaks my heart, yo. Like, I'm, I'm just at a loss. I'm, I'm at a loss of, of this. Like, I, I just, I can't even form the words because it's just, it's so disgusting. Like, what happened to him? Like. And, and I get it, like these police officers don't care and things like that, but just hearing him in, in those last moments and looking at the pictures, I mean, they really, really did damage to him. And he was a small young man, you, you, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that shit right there, like I'm just like... And then for the police officers to tell the medics what to do in that state, yeah. giving him ketamine, I mean, you're you're the medic. You're supposed to yeah. be the one issuing that. So they're all at they fault. They all need to be brought to justice. Now, I will say this. The governor took to social media to announce that his team will examine the case. He said that I'm hearing a lot of um, many residents who express concerns with this investigation of um, Elijah McLean's death. As a result, I have instructed my legal team, my legal counsel to examine um, what the state can do. Uh, we are um, assessing the next steps. And with him accessing, accessing an excess, I hope that is to bring these cops to, to justice. Yeah. It was no, it was no need for that. No. Yeah, need. because the way they came up to him, they didn't ask him any questions. They just automatically attacked him. Right. Like just the way that they treated him and the way that he spoke to them the entire time. He was attacked for 15 minutes straight. They was tussling with him and had him in a in a blood choke hold, like literally trying to knock him out. Um, okay. Now imagine yourself in this position. You know you didn't do anything wrong. You're trying to go home. He's not even resisting. Right. He's fighting because he's, you know, he's losing consciousness. He's losing his breath. So they called the ambulance to say that he's putting up too much of a fight. And that's why they needed the the extra dose of the um Academy. tranquilizer. Yeah. But that's like, it's crazy. That's I what mean, I'm saying. As soon as those ambulance um, first responders arrived on the scene, then they should have said, okay, you know what? He doesn't need, even if he does need something to tranquilize, he doesn't need that much. You know, he's small. He does not need enough that's going to supply somebody who's half his size, bigger than him. Right. Yo, that, that shit right there was tragic. Horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, so if you guys... Well, since the governor is going to look into it, I know they were passing out like petitions for people to sign. 
Um, I, right. I, it reached a crazy amount for, um, you know, for him to get justice. They also set up like a GoFundMe for his family. But, you know, just, yeah. you know, he was a he was a, a young man. He was working. He was on his way from the store buying something for his his brother. And it, it's just tragic that he had to lose his life based off of somebody making a 911 call. And the 911 call was for some shit that he wasn't even doing he's just walking down the street oh suspicious activity how but if if he didn't ask another video like that why would you call the police like that shit crazy and that's the thing with people nowadays y'all have to stop fucking calling the police on people every little thing right and then when they call the police on people and these people lose their life they need to go to jail for that shit they need to be charged just as well. Hold them accountable, just like the police officers are being held accountable. Because you be calling the police on people for no fucking reason. Like, that shit is disgusting. Like, oh, uh, Yeah, but as it, soon it, as the police officers, in this case, they heard on the dispatcher that there was no, you know, nobody was in danger, it wasn't anything like that. Number one, don't call about suspicious activity, because what is suspicious activity? Somebody walking down the street? Right. Not like, like he was running or doing something crazy, you know what I mean? But... At the same time, it's just like, you know, when officers, that's why we we need to fight for police reform because when police officers come onto the scene, it shouldn't be, I'm afraid of you, I'm gonna attack you, I'm gonna put you down, I'm gonna arrest you, and then ask questions later. Mm-hmm. No, that's not how shit works. That's not how the law works. So they're already going above the law. I was about to say they yeah. think that they were fucking above the law, so that's a law school. Yeah, exactly. They 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 think that they're above the law. So the fact that you can walk up to somebody and not even question them, this is a child, like 23, that's a baby. You know what I mean? I'm still a baby. To be honest, like that shit is crazy to me. He hasn't even got a chance to live his life. Oh, not at all. And then not only that, so, you know, just speaking in general of, you know, the shit that's going on, fucking, why is this not working? Um, In North Carolina, did you hear three police officers were fired uh, because they're basically plotting against um, black people. So you see it's what like, I'm saying? It's like it's, it's a war. It's a it's a fucking it's a race war. So basically, um, three veteran veteran cops in North Carolina was fired earlier this week after the department's vehicle dash cam received relieved that they had a conversation about slaughter, the slaughter of black people, and that they need to start a second civil war. Okay, now. This is basically what they said. We're just going to go out here and start slaughtering them niggas, them fucking niggas. And um, he's like, um, he also said that a second civil war is needed. Wipe them off the fucking map. Now, these are three police officers who are supposed to be protecting and serving. And you know what I, I get sick of? I get sick of these police officers out we here. We don't need them. Especially black police, bully off, excuse me, police officers acting like straight fucking coons. Like at the end of the oh. day, you are black first. That job, that bag, that's just your occupation. You are black first. And that's what you need to fucking represent. All right? They're out here, oh, blue lives, blue lives. No, you're black first. And that's just, that's the end. Like, so these police officers, they were fired. And the new um, chief, the new police chief, um, Donnie Williams of 30 years, I guess he got the okay to fire him. I think it was just his first day on the job. But that shit is sickening to hear officers talking like that. And, and right. they were caught. So imagine what else fucking officers may be saying. Like, that shit's crazy as hell. It's crazy. I was having a thought the other day because I seen a picture of um, 
Angela Davis just like at the protests and just still fighting for justice after so many years, you know? And it's just like the fact that we still have to live through this is because, yeah, you know, things changed, but those people, those racist people who was back then, you know, back there during those civil rights times, who was racist then, they didn't go anywhere. They just raised kids that believe the same shit they believe. That's why we're dealing with this. And that's why we have to fight so hard because it's like, it's never gonna stop. And for them to say like, oh, wipe them off the, like, off the planet. Like, no, what? Wipe them off First the of all, map. Like, wipe them off the map, what? Like, okay, mess with us if you want to. But mess with us if you is, want to. It's like, right, come so on. The thing about it is, is like these police officers, they, you know, they think they're above the law. They think they can do whatever they want. And then you have these civilians out here as well, uh, which, you know, they're with the, you know, white extreme, white supremacy groups or whatever. And they think that, oh, yeah, well, we'll kill all the niggers. But, you know, at the end of the day, you have to you have to think, you know, everybody has the right to bear arms, just not you. Mm -hmm. so you can't just go out and start starting a war um, and attacking people like like what the fuck? Like that's just not mm -hmm. going to work. Um, but that's why, you know, everybody should exercise their right to protect themselves at a time mm -hmm. like this, when you're getting threats and people are blatantly, um, you know, threatening you on, on Instagram and Twitter and things like that. People are weird. They can try to find out where you live at. So at the end of the day, we ask people and it's our right to bear arms. We need to start protecting ourselves because, you know, again, people are crazy and you don't know what people are capable of. Fuck that. Right. Right. Um, but also, right, it is, but also with, um, even like the Boston police, um, mm -hmm. I know that they just passed their, um, their budget bill and, you know, people were protesting to try to do budget cuts and shit like that. Hey, Ash, um, people were trying to do budget cuts and, um, they ended up approving the bill mm -hmm. and the, um, wasn't it the governor who was trying to give incentives? So how much? Oh my God, he was okay. So basically, Governor Charlie Baker was saying, for those officers who choose mm -hmm. to take up racial insensitivity or racial sensitivity training, right? I, I should say insensitivity because that's how they really act. Yeah. But racial sensitivity training will get up to five thousand dollars as a bonus. So now, you're paying they them make too much fucking money anyway. But go ahead. Right. So, so basically you're about to pay them to not be racist. You're about to pay them to, to act right. No, that's not how it works. Every officer should take that training. Not if you choose to, not if you decide to, not if you want to get some extra money mm -hmm. to help boost up whatever you have going on. No, it should be the law. At this yeah, point, it'd be mandatory. And then my thing is, and if you want to take these classes, you know, if you can't do your job and you feel like, you know, you don't, this is not something for you, then quit. You're not obligated to continue to be a police officer if you feel yeah. a certain way about going into a black neighborhood. Now, if you're a right. white cop and you feel a way about going into a black neighborhood and you already feel threatened by seeing young black kids on the street, this is not the job for you. You don't need to be working in yeah. the Mattapan, uh, Roxbury. You need to be working... Go your ass to rent them or somewhere. Right. Somewhere out there. But Wall don't pulls. bring your ass 
exactly. out, out there. Don't bring your ass into the hood and look at every black young man as a as a suspect or um, as a threat. Because if you can't do your job properly, you need to fucking quit. Just like if I didn't like my job and I couldn't do my job properly, and my man just telling me that I'm not sensitive to to the clients that I'm speaking to, then guess what? Either I need to fucking be retrained or I can find another fucking job. Like, exactly. you're not locked into a life contract. So when police officers yeah. walking off the fucking job and all of that stuff, that's fine. Do what you got to do, but I'd rather you fucking walk out the door than you walk out here in the street with your gun and your badge and kill another fucking black man. I'd rather you, you do that. Like, get the fuck out of exactly. here. Like, that shit I'm pissed so me the fuck it. off. Um, right. Well, anyway, speaking of, um, <laughs> I was gonna say, speaking of cruddy ass police officers, okay, cause I'd be upset. <laughs> those Milwaukee police officers. Girl. Okay, so I don't know if you guys heard. Um, there were two girls that went missing on Father's Day. They were 13 and 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what happens when you when you don't need the motherfucking police officers? Milwaukee protesters found these girls, recovered them and more girls from a sex trafficking house, and then burnt that shit down. Mm-hmm. Now listen to this bullshit. The news covered it, but they covered it basically saying that angry protesters who were still in an uproar, you know, burnt down this home. Instead of really stating what happened in this home, and the police are the main reason, because they have been begged, they have been asking these police officers to go and check on this house. This is a known sex trafficking house. And That's they refused crazy. to do it. So right. they did it themselves. And, you know, look at what the fuck happened. So basically <laughs> in Milwaukee, so one of the girls' um, mom had tracked her cell phone to the location. She presented it to the police officers. The police officers didn't want to pursue it. They said that they, they refused to issue a, a Amber Alert for the two missing black girls because they said that it wasn't, um, they didn't believe it to be um, an Amber Alert situation. So um, with that being said, you know, the, the police, not, not, with that being said, a bunch of people like kind of got together like, yo, what the fuck? Like why the police ain't doing shit? You know what I'm saying? But right. um, again, like they um, made it seem like they were just out there trying to cause trouble. And um, they never stated that the police, the people who was inside the house actually started shooting at the people outside of the house trying to to locate the girls. Exactly. And that's what the news people are not telling you, but uh, um, a photo journal... they will hold on to that shit. They will put whatever else they want. Like, they make their own news at this point. It's all fake news. Um, So a a photojournalist, Amber um, Schillinger or something like that, she actually captured the whole thing. She she documented everything. She took pictures. And she actually got the real story out. Because, again, when you're watching the news, they're going to make it seem like it's something else other than what what really happened. Like, the the neighborhood came together and they saved these girls. I don't know the the backstory behind why these young girls went missing. But, again, it like you said, it was a... Those people are heroes. Right, it's a known... And, and they deserve house. to be recognized. Right, but it wasn't like the people that was outside shooting. It was the people from the inside. They were out there just trying to get the get the young girls um, safe. The police claimed that they went by the house and couldn't locate the girls. But it's like, yo, when... when they didn't girls, try. 
when these young black girls are out here being sex trafficked by these um by these loser ass niggas yes mm-hmm. it, it basically it's up to us to come together and get these girls back because exactly police don't take um it's serious and black men need to fully support black women and protect us at all costs especially a fucking 13 and a 15 year old like that could be right. your sister that could be your daughter like come on like your little cousin I don't know if you are there's another story right now about a girl her name is Crystal Kaiser right oh yeah she was she was 16 years old um when she was being sex trafficked and, and abused by a 34 year old man mm-hmm. So now she she's faced up to two years already in jail for the murder of him, basically allegedly saying that she murdered him. But she said, you know, that she shot him in self-defense because he tried to rape her and he drugged her on top of that. So she's, she's already spent two years in jail and she's facing life for a murder of somebody that was abusing her. Like, no, like these girls who are being sex trafficked and, you know, dealing with these things, they have to get out any way that they can. Right. So if, if you have to kill the person that's abusing you, somebody who's constantly torturing you mm-hmm. and sexually, you know, violating you every day, hell yeah, I would want my daughter to, to do whatever you have to do to get free and get home to me. Yeah, but you know, the thing about it is, it's like when a black woman commits a crime and, it, and it's, you know, she's sex trafficking, like we're, we're looked at as criminals and I don't understand why. Like this, he's making me sell my fucking body. Like I'm being sex trafficked and I tried to save myself and now I'm being charged with murder. But I did see T.I. posted that and he was basically trying to see what he could do to get um, her out of jail. And I've seen a, a few- Well, she is now. Yeah, oh. she, she is. She was, um, she's out on bail. But the crazy thing is her bail was set to $1 million. So they that's just reduced crazy. it. Girl, what, you know, where the fuck she going to get that money? And that's the thing. Like, when, when black people, quote, unquote, commit crimes, their bail is always fucking high. Ridiculous. And, and they know that they have, some people have no family, have no money, but they will set them at the highest bail. And they could not even have a fucking record. You know what I'm saying? I thought mm-hmm. it, it was innocent until proven guilty. Like, you, you get what I'm saying? But it's not. Exactly. It's like guilty, and then you have to be proven innocent, but we're going to go ahead and set your bill at $1 million knowing that you don't got no fucking money. Come on. Exactly. Just- I want to I I thank the Lord that they did reduce it to 400000 and thanks to, you know, a few advocates, you know, a few activists that are out here fighting for, you know, uh, these black women who are, you know, dealing with these type of situations. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, some foundations out there for that. They raise up enough money to get her out of jail. That so is. she's, yeah, she's, she's awaiting trail right now. Trail. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's awaiting trial right now, but that won't be until September. So she has a good time, you know, a well, good amount of time to just kind of be out. Right. Um, that shit is crazy. It is. But also, um, oh, hey, oh, wait. Oh, make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe if you have not subscribed. Hey, everybody in the chat. Hey, Deb. Um, Tanika said the media Tanika will always said. create their mm-hmm. own narrative. Oh, you can read the last part she said, too. Mm-hmm. America <laughs> does not care about women who look like us. If it's not white, it's not right. They don't care about us. Exactly. And then you gotta understand, like, look how long it's taken for Breonna Taylor to be 
um, justice brought to her. The shit is just crazy. And like, yo, we need to, as a community, continue to retweet, call, make her, because her, the hashtag for um, Breonna Taylor or justice for Breonna Taylor, it's not trending anymore. And I just yeah. feel like, you know, we need to, we need to get her justice, her and her family. Fuck that. Let me, let me um, ask a quick question. Did you guys see the post that was um, the photo that Ducky Fox posted? And I guess she like yeah, posted a selfie on herself. That. Right. How did you feel about that? I'm going to give uh, my honest opinion. Okay, so I don't know. I don't follow her, so I don't know how she, you know, usually posts or whatever. But um, I don't think the pictures was appropriate. I don't think the pictures went with the, with the tweet. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if she tweeted like, oh, anyways, Breonna Taylor without pictures right. or a picture of Breonna Taylor or a picture of a fist or a picture of justice for Breonna Taylor, yes. But just for you to post um, anyways, Breonna Taylor and then post pictures of yourself while you smiling and laughing, I just, I don't, it was tasteless, very tasteless. Yeah. I so I, I have, I have seen people post, you know, selfies of themselves and they'll like, do it on Instagram where it'll be like two slides. So they'll have like a picture up of themselves and you slide it over and it's like, but anyways, Rihanna Taylor. And I just feel like, like, like what you said, I don't think it's really appropriate. Like if you're going to be in the picture smiling or like happy, like, hell no, that's not representing why that's the hashtag. It's mm -hmm. not, it really isn't. If you're going to post a selfie of yourself, be of it outside you're protesting or you're upset mm -hmm. or you know you're posting a picture of her something like that that actually represents what's going on so if you want to create a hashtag and you do have that those followers I guess she was saying that you know the post would have eventually been viral which is why she wanted to get the hashtag trending again but at the end of the day you can get the hashtag if you're so popular mm -hmm. and, and you can make things go viral then you can do that with any type of post yeah. you don't yeah, have to post right. a picture of yourself smiling and happy outside in the sun. Yeah, I, I didn't like it. I don't know, again, I, I don't follow her, but I didn't, it was very tasteless. But I agree with you. Yeah. I agree. Um, but anyway, so you yeah. know um, Bill Cosby, I don't know how people feel about this. I did, I was reading it on, on Instagram and, you know, people be in an uproar. But anyway, Pennsylvania Supreme Court said Sorry. Tuesday that they have accepted, um, they accepted his plea or whatever to appeal, um, but they only took a, they only took like two things out of his appeal. Um, he listed like a, a bunch of stuff out of his appeal, but they only took out um, a few things. And they said that you know they're willing to um, accept his appeal, and you know he said that he's right. really you know grateful for it. So he's 82 years old. He's serving. Yeah, but the two things that they're looking at they are very important because mm -hmm. it's kind of it's kind of like the judge did some sneaky shit mm. because I, in the in the middle of the case no mm -hmm. oh, go ahead okay in the middle of the case they brought on you know new accusers mm. on top of that they brought in new evidence that wasn't tried in the beginning of the case so all these things that the judge was allowing it's kind of like, all right, let's take a look at what the judge was doing. So I feel like this shines more light on what they weren't doing and how they were trying to hide things mm -hmm. for him to, you know, for him to get arrested and have to actually go to jail. Yeah. So I, I think I think those two things are pretty important just to see, you know, if he has a chance to to fight this case because I'm just kind of over it. Yeah. 
I don't know. Let my man live. He's 82. But speaking of that, also, um, so Jewish porn star Ron Jeremy was charged in Los Angeles with rape and sexual assault against four women. Um, so they charged him Tuesday in two separate incidents that date back to 2014. So um, he's 67, and he later tweeted that he's innocent and, you know, he can't <laughs> wait to prove his innocence. Um, but he's also being held um, in Los Angeles County Jail, and the, they're recommending his bail be set at $6.6 million. Um, That's a lot. Um, but the arraignment was postponed until Friday. So, I don't know how that's going to go. I mean, that whole industry, you know, the Hollywood. Have the same energy you had when y'all arrested Bill Cosby. Right. So, he needs to be brought to justice. But I also read somewhere else that it was like this girl who's actually accusing him. She said she spoke to like 40 or 50 other women who you know, also is accusing him of, you know, sexual assault or something like that. But yeah, they need to have that same energy. Yep, exactly. Um, If you got all these women that's accusing him, I'm just just saying. Right, but um, just to jump into something really quick before we get into the relationship topic. So I don't know if you guys been on Instagram all day today. So apparently, you know, Meg Thee Stallion, she is releasing her uh, track at 12. Um, She sampled Easy es Boys in the Hood. Um, And Easy es daughter, um, Remarkable, I went on this rant on Instagram and she was just basically saying how, you know, she, you know, it's fucked up how they can't use their father's, um, their father's music, but, um, or sample anything from him. And they've been fighting the estate for years. Um, and you know, she was just like, you know, all these other artists, you know, um, get shine off of her father's, um, music and, you know, on and on and on. Um, so apparently she said she didn't have an issue with Megan. I didn't see that in there, but that's what people were saying in in the comment section, but his other daughter, Evie, which I think she's older, she basically came out and said that because they started going back and forth. So you know how siblings, um, you know, siblings have their little rivalry. So they started going back and forth and she was just like, oh, well, um, she's not even a part of anything and I don't even know her. My father didn't know her and um, yeah, she was just, but mind you, they do have pictures together, whatever. Like, Easy E had mad kids, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. had, like, how many kids he had? 12, 15 kids? I don't know. He had a lot of kids, but, you know, um, you know but she was he just, him a little legacy. Right. But I guess that um, the, his wife had owned the estate. Um, Tamika, whatever her name is, she owned the estate. And I guess um, his son, and somebody else was just trying to fight for, you know, I guess part of the estate or some money out of the estate. But, right. you know, she controls it. So, you know, anytime an artist wants to sample something, like Trina sampled that same track. Mm-hmm. So I don't, like for her, I mean, I guess she's just frustrated. But, you know, it just sucks because it kinds of, like, Meg the Sound, she's coming out with it tonight. And, you know, she got, like, he didn't own his master's, so she was able to buy a sample of it like and that's just right. basically what it is like if you have the money yeah. to buy something you gonna fucking buy it you know what i'm saying yeah, so like be mad about it but be mad about it quiet because there's really ain't nothing you can do with yeah but point. you're mad to, you're mad you're being like it seems like her anger is misdirected you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. yeah she may have not been mad at megan but it's just kind of still like why even speak on it right now like you know what i'm saying like let her put her song out that she paid for you know what i'm saying and and let her do right. her thing 
Like I just and, and she's they, just mad because she because she knows it's probably gonna hit you know number one. I and mean, they're not gonna see nothing from it. All right, but I just feel like it's like, uh, all right, come on, like let's let's stop. Yeah, it. like y'all ain't seen nothing all these years. You still you still hoping and wishing on the dime. Right, girl, bye. But also, y'all see Meek and on um, Trey go at it. Girl, <laughs> I'm Wait, just gonna no. tell you what. Meek got him all the way together. But Meek why people say like Meek that. got dragged? Like I didn't believe Meek got dragged at all. Like. My thing is this. So if you guys haven't heard yeah. or whatever, just to kind of catch you up. So Meek had posted a picture and he had money in his hand. And then Trey Songs had posted under his picture. He said um, to take some of that money and, you know, um, I challenge you to um, feed your community challenge or whatever. But I feel like it was the way that it came across. And yeah, you know, right. misunderstanding. But when you do things on social media, people tend to blow things up because, you know, it went up to the shade room. It went to baller alert. You know what I'm saying? It went to so many different blog sites. So it's like people tend to blow it up, even though it was a misunderstanding. But yeah, it was shady. It was very shady. But trade. Like, the thing is, is he could have hit, he was like, oh, I challenged everybody and you're, you're really in your feelings about this. It's not about being in my feelings about it. It's the way that you did it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. if you want me, if you want to challenge me to something, my nigga hit my line and challenge me to it. Like, y'all are running the same circle. You challenge other celebrities. Exactly. But then you challenge him under the... don't try to like make that. it... Yeah, but don't try to make it seem like Meek don't be doing nothing for the community because... Meek's out of jail because uh, everybody did everything for him. So you think he's going to come out of jail and not do stuff for his community? This nigga been putting in work. Yeah, and but he showed his receipt. He does. And he put it together. It. Yeah, he do mash and fulfill it. So I just, I feel like it was tasteless on how Trey Songs went about it. And then like yeah. to go back and forth, tip for tat. But anyway, you know, Meek did tweet later on that, you know, it's all love between them or whatever. But I yeah. felt Meek. But don't try me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought that shit was super whack, yo. Super, super mm -hmm. whack. Um, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and jump into the relationship topics. Okay. Woo! We got some heat for y'all tonight. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, the first letter I sent in says, me and the ex recently reconnected since we have last spoken. Sorry, y'all. I'm lit now. <laughs> since we have last spoken, he has been married, divorced, and has two kids that he spends a lot of time with. I love that he is a great father. But my issue is the boundaries between him and his kid's mother. He has mentioned to me that they don't have the best communication. But from what I can see, they're always together. Mm. They go grocery shopping together. He has all of his visitations at her house. And he recently bought her a car. I just want to be sure what? that... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> when you start getting choked out. Right. Woo. Um, I just want to be sure that I'm not being dumb. <clears throat> I understand that he wants to be a good father, but is that what a good father does? Or should I loosen up and respect how he treats her and um, his kids? Okay, now, this is my thing. No, um, I feel like you're being played. And for him to say that, you know, their relationship is not good, but yet this he goes out and buy her a whole fucking car and they're out grocery shopping like a family, like, shorty, you are playing yourself. And not only that, I mean, what was the purpose of him buying her a new car? I get that that's the mother of your kids, but, you know, um, 
did he buy you a new car? <laughs> like, right. what the fuck, yo? Because that shit, that deal should have came with two. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, I get it. That's your kids. This is why I don't date men with kids because you get in situations like this and you know what I'm saying? You're now you're, you're left looking stupid because you know, she's, right. she's on Instagram boosting the shit up with all her friends. <laughs> you know right. I mean? Exactly. Like, like I've been there, done that, dating somebody with children and they will tell you anything about their baby mama that makes their mama look, baby mama look terrible mm-hmm. or like the worst person in the world whole time in a whole relationship with the lady Acts. so you know what i mean so that's what that should sound like it sounds like you know if they go on grocery shopping together or shopping yes. and he's buying her a car they still live together mm-hmm. those visitations that he's doing that's who's spending the night exactly the night there he lived there that's his home that's their home together so she is a side wheel she the side bitch so simone said simone said um car oh hell no walk away tanika said that's Uh all i needed to hear go be with your family king facts period period (laughs) and that's on period poo now let's watch some signs boo right but it's like the audacity Mm -hmm. for him to want to get back with you but still be a family man like yo i get it take care of your kids don't don't not be in your kid's life because i wouldn't respect you but like, are you still dating her? Like, I nah. Like, yeah, you, you no. definitely be with his family. Oh yeah, exactly. God. Like, I, I would just feel like I was a third wheel. Like, you know, I don't even belong here. Like, y'all can just do you. Like, I'm good. <laughs> He's talking mm-hmm. about some year. The bad boys are here. Make sure you guys hit the like button and subscribe if you haven't subscribed. So, P, we're basically talking about this um, bum ass dude who apparently <laughs> lied and said that him and his baby's mother is not getting along. You know, they're not. They're not they're not having a good relationship or something like that to his girl but yet he goes out and buy her a car and maybe going grocery shopping together and shit like that now simone that's the girl one of your um you know took a page out of your book and told him to go be with your family king and i i agree with simone <laughs> yeah exactly neek says he wants his cake and he wants to eat it too yeah. And I and I completely agree with that. Like he wants to see what you're up to. He wants to, you know, see what's going on with that old thing. And he also wants to keep messing around with his current thing. So he leave that, that shit alone. Exactly. Yeah. Um, he now, got his family together. Right. Now before we jump into the next topic, right? I have a question. Now, this is for the guys and ladies in the chat. Like, how do you guys feel about this? Now, I this was floating around on where was this at on Facebook and people was going in on the comments and for the life of me I couldn't understand why the dudes were such an uproar and a few females um, but it says fellas you invite a young lady over to your um, over to chill and ask her to grab food for y'all she says cash at me the money what do you do he gonna cash at that money. That's what I'm saying. I don't understand what the issue is. Motherfucker, what is the problem? It was online like, oh, I'm tell her not to come, or she don't got because no they don't got the money. What? They don't. They don't got the money. You told her to come over there and chill, okay? Right. She got up out of her situation, her bed or whatever, her comfy socks mm-hmm. to hop in her car. Now you're telling her to go out of her way to get right. y'all some food. Right. So why not be a, a real nigga? Be That's like, yo. A real dude would be like, yo, um, come in, you know, come to the house and chill. I'm about to, um, I'm going to order some food. You know what I'm saying? It's already paid for. Just grab the food on your way. Now, that's a real man. 
All right. That's real right there. That's Y'all right out here man. don't got no money for no dates. <laughs> you ain't got no money. Ain't got no car. Don't invite me over. Don't invite me over. If you right. can't even afford to feed me, sir. Yeah. Like that sir. shit's crazy. Is <laughs> I don't um, want you. Right. That's just crazy. No. So I feel like at some point. You know, you can't be inviting people over to your crib. Like, what the fuck are we supposed to eat? Like, you, you're inviting me. This is a date. You got to pay for dinner. He want her to eat the dick. That's what he want. He's like, what, like, you know, like. Nah, it don't work that way. That's just like, that's just like you inviting a dude over. Like, oh, come and chill. You know what I'm saying? Of course, you're going to have food and drinks for him to come over. Snacks at least, you know what I mean? Something. And if he's a real dude, he going to be like, yo, I'm going to bring a, I'm going to bring a bottle through. You know what I'm saying? Like that's how, that's how uh, adults handle situations like this. Right. For, Everybody that, works together to make it right. make it happen. But for a grown ass man to be like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna tell her not to come." Well, motherfucker, why okay. did you tell her? And, I, and guess what? Way. You're saving her the trip. Right. Tell her not to come because she don't want to go anyway. To be honest. <laughs> Wait. <All right. laughs> so P Star said, "I am a king and I need to be treated as such. If she think I'm a cash app her, she won't get none of this sex." And that's on period, boo. <laughs> she don't need it. She don't want it. It's broke nigga sex she at don't that point. Want it, for real. No. And speaking of P, like shout out to um, P from What's Up with a podcast. They were talking hella shit on their podcast. Like they was talking about um, who was it? Brett talking about Michelle Obama's wig and um, Mikey. We're Mike. not gonna talk about Michelle Obama. Okay. Talk about oh, who does her hair? Her hair's messed up. And um, first of all, half the time her hair was natural. So it, let's not do that. Let's not let's not get into that. Okay. And then not only that. Um, what else was P saying? P need his ass beat because he is part of the uh, firework crew when he was out there. Where was he at? Where were you at in Dorchester popping fucking firecrackers and fire all of that shit until two o'clock in the morning, my nigga? That shit is disrespectful. I hate everybody tired. who, um, who pops so those shit. That shit is so aggravating. I um, hate him now. <laughs> right. Tanika said, I'm not trying to Netflix and chill. Uh, but if we have, wait, but if we have to, then you buying shit. You invited me over. Facts. And that's the thing. Right. Like, my nigga, you invited me. Like, what, what's, what's good? Yeah, we're, we're not going to do that. Right. <laughs> I'll be turning back home. Like, okay. <laughs> right. Whatever. You know, uh, it wasn't I, worth it. Okay, let's get to the next topic. So let's get into it. All right. Hey, FY podcast. I got a story for y'all. I have been texting this guy I met off of Instagram during quarantine, and we finally decided to meet up this weekend. Mm. He is so handsome and really sweet. He came over, he cooked for me, and we watched a few movies. One thing led to another, and I let him eat it. It felt amazing. Hello. Right? (laughs) (laughs) My bad. (laughs) Right before I was about to come, he slapped me. He slapped me so hard, I was so shocked that I jumped up and asked him what the hell he was doing. He told me that it was that he is really aggressive when it comes to sex, and he hopes I don't mind. What? I have never been slapped in the face during sex, let alone slapped by a grown-ass man. At the time, I was pissed and asked him to go home, and we haven't texted each other since that day, and I feel really bad about putting him out. I must be honest, I still want to know what sex with him would be like. I just don't know if I can handle being abused. 
Have either of you ever been smacked in the face during sex? Is this normal or should I be concerned? Bitch, you should be concerned. Like, not concerned. How the face from eating your box to slapping you the fuck out? Like, whoa, what? Right? Imagine that you're all in your like tranquil place. You about to like, this nigga slapping shit out you. Shit, that will fuck me all up. Aggressive, aggressive during sex. Like, my nigga, we're not even fucking. You're just. You know what I'm saying? I'm just letting you get a taste, and now you go into the fucking extreme. No, that he got excited and must have tasted really slap good. Girl. During sex, I don't understand that shit, yo. What type of crazy ass shit is that? I don't want to be slapped in the face. You know what I mean? Like slap me on my ass. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, no. like, Wait, Deb. No, I slap niggas. Yeah, Deb. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. Tell her to stop being pussy and open up for new things. Hell nah. Simone <laughs> said he needs some milk. He's a king. She still want to fuck him. Yo, so that's the thing, Brad. That I was thinking that too. Like, yo, so you still want to fuck him? Like, uh. She's trying to see what that life about. That's what she's trying to see. She's like, shit. <laughs> What you? What else can you do? All right, so let me ask you a question. Would you still want to want to see what the sex is like after that? If the head was that good? Yeah, like <laughs> you know, what can I lose? Give me a black like, eye. Let me, let me just <laughs> let me see. Just warn me first. You know what I mean? Let me know what's up before you know. Let me have a safe word or some shit going on. Just be slapping me out of nowhere. I don't even know you like that. It's our first time. You lucky I'm letting you eat it. And you over here slapping me? <laughs> like. He's like, yeah. Right. Yo, but imagine him eating you and then coming up like, pop. And you're like, Whoa. Right. Oh. That shit would have me so <laughs> fucked up because I'm just thinking about it. Like, you know, your <laughs> eyes be rolled back. Like, you ain't really there for real. You know what I mean? So just getting slapped the fuck up. It's yo. like, everything is, all my juices is getting fucked back up. I'm dry now. Like, yo, it's not just happened to me. Me and you having two different reactions. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like I got to attack. First of all, my pussy's open, so I'm already just no, out of disadvantage too... anyway. But I'm fucking this nigga up, yo. Yeah, I'll be I'm feeling like... way too, like, I'm feeling how she's feeling. Like, nigga, you got to get the fuck out. You just slapped me in my face. I don't, I don't know if I, how I feel about that. <laughs> Yo, I cannot do it. You should call him. You, know, uh-huh. you should call Wait. him to see what he's doing, see how he's doing. Brett said, yeah, you, you got to punch her for that. Sure, Tyson, if she um, get it up and didn't finish. No, 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 no. Salute to the toxic warriors that ate her box and left. <laughs> That's a king. You stupid. He kicked, she kicked his ass out, okay? Um, it's hard to find good head. Yeah, it is hard to find a good head, doctor. I would want to know what the dick is like. <laughs> okay, Deb. All right. You know? Simone. Yeah. Uh, Simone says send him back to Dudley. Are you, so you don't want to know what it feels like? <laughs> I think I think if you're if you're a woman and you like excitement, uh-huh. you will call him back. And if you're thinking about it this much, it's because he's thinking about you too, boo. Yeah. And you need to call him. Yeah. I would just call him just to see what's going yeah. on. How's everything? Is he, are y'all need to up during quarantine? Um, I have some you know? left from the last time he was here, just in case you wanted to come by. You hungry? <laughs> I'll cook this time. Shit, what do you need, sir? <laughs> Yo, just, you just gotta give me the heads up. You just can't be randomly slapping me if I've never been slapped before. You gotta let me know. Look, bitch, before I go down on you, I might slap you. 
if your pussy is good and it tastes so great, I might slap this shit out you. Uh, Let me know. Brett said, head doctor and laugh my ass off. Ha ha ha. The fuck is that? You, if you don't know what a head doctor is, that means you, you do ain't not qualify for the position. Hello. <laughs> Moving along, no set. Uh, so speaking of slapping, right? So what if you dated, I mean, what if you were married and you had three kids and, you know, you was happily married and, you know, nothing ever transpired between your, yourself and your wife. And then you find out that the kids are not yours. Okay? Something transpired. But you Shit, think kids him. like you, and what if they're your brother's kids? What are you doing? That's your daddy's kids. That's, that's the end what happens to y'all brother's Are y'all some, now, you know, speaking you. of slapping, what are y'all doing? <laughs> like, oh my God. like, think about that shit, that you're married to some, you're married to this woman for three years, dude, okay? And y'all, I mean, not three years, you're married to this woman for years, and y'all got kids together. And that's none of them are your kids like uh, that's a tragic situation that's Kanye me. told y'all what'd you Kanye say Kanye told y'all I said Kanye told them wait what did Kanye say member and gold digger gold digger who's a gold digger Remember in the song Gold Digger? Oh, I ain't telling you she's a gold digger, but she ain't broke with no... I mean, she ain't fucking with no broke, broke. But listen, but, I mean, she doesn't have to be a gold digger, but she could just... No, he said you're going to find out on the 18th birthday none of them kids was yours. That's what you're oh. going to find out. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, got, I got lost. I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> that is so... I would be so tight as a man, like... That takes away all of your manhood. Like, this whole time you're thinking these kids are yours. You're probably, you know, teaching them all these amazing things. Mm -hmm. And they do look like you. So now you got to decide, like, is it your brother's baby or is it your daddy's baby? Like, what was this bitch doing? Right. So whose kids are these? Right. So, um, let's see. Let's, oh, go ahead and finish with the, the next topic. And then I have something else, too. All right. Gotcha. Wait, so, did I uh, say anything? I don't want to skip nobody's comments. Hold on, let me see what, what we got going over here. Um, he got health insurance. <laughs> Jamal said that's why these chicks get killed. Just start sending out obituaries. <laughs> Star man, laughing my ass off. Um, Star focus man, laughing my ass off focus. Simone <laughs> <My laughs> uh, said the worst thing a woman can do, horrible. Let's do that to a man, right? Lying about a, a kid. And it's crazy because so many women do that. So many women lie about like either being pregnant or like saying that somebody's kid is theirs and it really isn't. It's fucked up. Right. It is. All right, let's go on to the next topic. All right. So I do. Um, I met my boyfriend. Uh -huh. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I met my boyfriend six months ago, and everything has been pretty good. He showers me with love and gifts all the time. Things have been going so good that he proposed, and I said yes. It's been about a month since the proposal, and I have been second-guessing my answer. He has not changed, but now that we're talking marriage, I just don't think that, I just don't think that we know each other all that well to get married. Mm. I have asked him questions, and we have had deep conversations and discussed our past, but I don't think that's enough to go through with sin. The last thing I want to do is let him down. He is truly a great man, and he is really looking forward to being my husband. We have plans to tell our families the news this weekend, 
How can I tell him that we are moving forward, that we are moving too fast, and that I don't want to be engaged right now without her relationship feeling hurting? Um, I just feel like a six months to and then being engaged is a bit much. You know, you are rushing in. But the thing is, even though you're engaged, it doesn't mean that you have to get married. Get married right right so I just feel like, you know, hello. Ugh. And that's how I feel. I was mad dry for a second. I just feel like, um, you know, it was something that, you know how you're in the first stages of dating and, you know, people tend the to honeymoon stage. too quickly and they just, you know, they, they do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like you're in that lovey-dovey stage, you're all over each other and, but like you yeah. jump in that shit so quickly. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But you should tell him like, don't, don't wait. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And announce some shit to your family. I think that. Um, you know, even if you stay engaged to him, you don't have to get married right, right away. Right. But in a six month span, you don't know him like that. And I get where she's coming from, where she's like, well, damn, we, like, we don't even really know each other. Because after that honeymoon phase, that nigga did something to trigger her like, whoa, I don't even know this nigga like that. Hello. Like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like that nigga probably did some crazy shit, like left the toilet seat up. She fell in like, and then shit goes downhill from there. <laughs> nigga, have you ever fell in the toilet seat? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever fell in the toilet? I think I think he's scared to yeah he's he's scared to leave that toilet seat up because I'm not having it no more. I can't. Uh, yeah, that shit's crazy as hell. I fell in the toilet seat before and that caused that's like grounds for breakup right there. Like, but nigga, this is you know this relationship is not working because <laughs> you don't expect to fall like that. You fall deep real quick. Like it's, it's, it's not a comfortable feeling. Yo, you have y'all ever fell in the toilet seat? Women, like, that shit is crazy. Say you going to use a bathroom okay. in the middle of the night. Yeah. Engagement is not marriage. Allow yourself to grow. Yes, but I feel like people think um, when they have an engagement, they have to, it's pressure because people be like, oh, well, when are you guys getting married? Like, damn, bitch, we just got engaged. Engaged, right. I'm not even, right. I'm still masking in the bliss of engagement. Like, I'm and not. They start trying to plan and then there's right. all this stress and you're really getting to know yeah. each other like that. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think, um, you know, if he's a good guy and you feel like this is somebody you potentially want to be with in the future or whatever and you want to remain engaged, yeah. then then do that. But don't announce it to your families yet. You know, wait until you feel more comfortable in the relationship. Clearly, he feels comfortable. But have that conversation with him to see if he needs that reality check real quick, too. Like, yeah. then maybe we don't know each other that well. Maybe we do need to fall back off each other for a second and just, like, re reestablish our relationship and focus on building that friendship and that bond before we just jump into let's get married. Right. But I mean, let's, so to, to try to just, um, well, just bring it in other like relationships too. Like, you know, even with engagement, like people tend to, nowadays people tend to jump in relationships too quickly. You know what I'm saying? So fuck an engagement. Like, you know, you can go out on two dates with somebody and you'd be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? That's my girl. That's like, my man, like, oh. yeah. And it's like, you don't even really know about this person. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like, you know, with me, it takes a while for, okay, I'm a little weird, but it, it takes a while for me to actually get to know somebody, to let that person kind of in my, 
you know what I'm saying, my safe haven, my space. And, you know, I just feel like, you know, women tend to jump into things too quickly and you end up with a scamming ass nigga like that Tyler Perry movie, huh? Yeah, exactly. Because you just really don't know what's going on. The ass trading. (laughs) But it's it's really like that because you just don't know. You're never really going to know anybody. That's just that's just the reality of life. You're never really going to know anybody to the fullest extent. You're right. not. Let's just be honest. But what they you can spend your whole life. Cause yeah. Look at the nigga that slapped the chick when he was eating her box. He's like that. Was exactly. Just- like hello, everything was all peaches and giggles when when y'all when he was cooking and you know eating it, eating you out. But when he slapped you, now what? Now y'all like, oh my god. Now what? I don't no, know what it feels like, but whatever. See, um, <laughs> I just feel like no, just. Take your time. If you don't feel comfortable, the one thing you don't want to do is force yourself into a situation. Whether he feel comfortable or your family or whoever the fuck feels comfortable, if you're not comfortable and you're the person in the relationship or in the engagement, Mm -hmm. make sure you listen to yourself first. That shit will eat you up. And then you don't want to end up, you know, getting married and regretting it or telling your families and regretting it because y'all end up breaking up down the road. Like, just keep it to yourselves until right. y'all figure that shit out. Facts. So you remember that girl who, um, damn, what, it was a story that somebody had sent us in, I don't know if it was last year or the year before, um, where the girl had, um, she was getting married, but then she didn't want to get married anymore, and her family had already paid for, like, the wedding, and she was just saying that she wasn't in love with her dude anymore. I gotta go. I gotta go back to our episodes or go back to yeah. our email and see. I, I kind of remember that. But that shit was crazy. Like, imagine you going to that full extent. You know what I'm saying? Just to, because you were scared to tell him that it was too soon to get engaged, and here you are, you know, days before the wedding. You know, I think she has slept with her, um, slept with his best friend or some shit like that. I think that was that. Was, bad. Yeah. That shit was crazy. Tanika said, yeah. if my man leaves the toilet seat up, we are no longer together. <laughs> together. That's the nastiest shit ever. Yo, that is so disgusting. Okay, now this is my thing. You know how I am like super germaphobic, right? Mm-hmm. I clean and I bleach and everything, the toilet, all the time. But if I fucking fall in a toilet, I don't care if it's been bleached or anything. Yeah, nothing will save you from that shit. It's just a weird feeling. Now you got to go wash your ass with the bleach. (laughs) It's just, you got to disinfect at that point. The shit's nasty. It's disgusting. It's the worst thing ever. Like, I went the fuck off. I bet you'll never do it again. Wait, oh, so you fell in in the thing? Yeah, I fell in the toilet. I don't know. You, that, you say yeah, that. that's why I said, I said, I told you he's scared of shit now. He'll never do it again. Wow. All no, right, so um, my Poco Boo sent this to me. So this guy mm-hmm. um, tweeted, he goes, let's have a more silent conversation. Men have shorter lives than women and fail to create healthy platonic relationships and neglect mental health, mental and emotional health. Why? We love to use fear. We love to use the fear as a partnership against women, but at the end of the day, men should be fearful of growing old alone. What do you feel about that? <laughs> Why are you laughing? <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know. I don't really understand the question. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. 
Oh, so you're gosh. saying, okay, so, so you're saying that in women and but fail to create a healthy platonic relationship and neglect mental and emotional health. Why? So why do men, um, like, why are they afraid of a healthy platonic relationship? Why are they afraid of being in a relationship? Why do they um, neglect their mental and emotional health? Like a lot of men, like people, okay. like a lot of black men go through a lot of, um, mental issues but they tend to neglect it which when they tend to neglect their mental issues sometimes that could have an effect on being in a relationship so you know how niggas yeah, are they probably dealt with something dick. in the past right you know people are out here with their community dick and this is for the guys in the chat too um <laughs> someone said full facts this is for the guys in the chat too it's like you know what makes you guys not want to be in a healthy um, relationship, you know what I'm saying? Because and they I, always feel like they're missing out on something. Yeah, they feel like if they get into a relationship, they're going to be missing out on all the other bitches that are out here in the world, and they have to try them all. Right. But at That's the end of the day, think. these bitches is for the streets. They belong. Well, I'm not going to say these all. These niggas is for the streets too. Yeah, these niggas. They for the streets too. Yeah. Um. Simone said they a lot. All playing the streets together. That. Yeah, and that's true. A lot of men, they don't realize that. They don't realize that, you know, they, you know, they could be in a healthy relationship with women, but they choose not to be. Some men are just afraid of being in a relationship, yeah. um, fearful. And of they're hoping. afraid to get themselves together. They're, they're afraid of facing themselves. That's why they don't want to sit and work on building something healthy and work on their emotional and mental state because they're afraid of facing what's what's really affecting them from being a healthy boyfriend or in a healthy relationship. Right. So the the guy who tweeted this, he was just basically like kind of giving examples. He's like, it's like knocking on a it's like knocking on fifty with a fifteen year old BMW, high blood pressure, a room at your mama's house, and a lifetime of a strange um a strange relationships. And that's true. Like men go through certain things, and then they realize. And and I'll say this too: it's not just for for men; it's also for women too. So this could be. Mm -hmm. vice versa talk to too. Yeah, because, you know, you find a lot of women out here who are scared to be in relationships and it could be something that they dealt with mentally. You know, they've seen their mom, you know, fly through so many different men, you know, so they also started to fly through different men and, and haven't been able to, you know, um, be in a long lasting relationship. And, you know, they probably dealt with with things where it's just like it's it's hard for them to be in a relationship. Um, yeah. because of the things that they may have dealt with. But I just feel like at this state with everything that we are going through, it's important to take care of your mental health. You, you get what I'm yeah, saying? get counseling. It doesn't have to be relationship counseling. You can get your own personal counseling and work your own shit out. And you'll notice how different your relationship is with, with not even just your, you know, the person that you're dating, but with everybody. Your relationship right. will get better with yourself and your relationship with everybody else will get better too when you really figure out what the hell is going on with you. Right. Uh, so if you want to read Tanika's comment, a few comments in the, in the comment section. Um, I think men are fearful about growing old alone. Men, unfortunately, untaught, are taught not to deal with their emotions and to be strong without allowing them to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. What else? Um, Simone says, nah, they also have dad or mommy issues not cleaned up. They need healing. 
Peace Star said, Simone, at me next time. Simone <laughs> said, Fag Sneak, I got you, Peace Star. He started, it said, it's simple. I wasn't taught how to love properly. I don't want to hurt you, baby. Oh, shut up, P. Now, I don't believe that you wasn't taught how to love properly because I've met your mom and your grandmother, so that's a goddamn lie. Um, yeah, so use that excuse for somebody else. Fellas, you yeah, Nick says. works every time. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> you say? She said, our communities don't allow our men to be emotional. It's taught as being shameful and weak to express emotions and needs to change that narrative. Right. I agree. Um, I agree. Like, I feel like at this point in time, like we, you know, as people need to come together and let people know, like if my brother is having mental issues and shit's going sour, I'll tell him like, Hey, you know, you might need to talk to somebody. You might need to get some counseling. Like, you know, it's up to us to kind of, you know, um, communicate with each other to say, Hey, I see, you know, you know, you're going through something, you know, maybe you should talk to somebody and, you know, it's okay to talk to somebody. It's okay to, to get your mental checked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, right. and to, other men need to start being vulnerable with each other so that they can know, like, it's okay. You know, if you don't have nobody else to talk to, bro, like I'm here, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? All right. And, and that's, that goes for women as well, because we, again, we deal with a lot of issues as well. And I've seen a lot of females fly through dudes, have babies with each dude they fly through. And it's like something mentally is going on with you where yeah. every other year you have a different dude and a baby as well. You know what I'm saying? So we, we definitely yeah. need to, you know, just... And, and black women, like we're trained to be strong. We're trained to hold the household down. Mm -hmm. We're trained to, if something happens, just roll with it and, you know, roll with the punches and just make shit happen out of what you got. Right. That's just stressful. It is stressful. And it takes a toll. A lot like, of pressure, I, I just yeah. feel like, you know, with black women, like, yo, we have to go through so much. And, and I'm not taking away from black men, but also at, at black women, like, you know, even though we fight for you, like, we're still looked at last. You know what I'm saying? So you got to mm -hmm. keep that keep that shit in your head when, you know, we're out here fighting for Breonna Taylor, you know what I'm saying, for her to get justice and, and you know, any of your family members and things like that. You know, just remember, like, we're always last. Well, you know, never mind the issues you go through. We're last. We're after you. You get what I'm saying? Yep. So we when it comes to anything, our careers, yeah. we get paid less. Right. Like, right. everything. Um, sorry, somebody texted me. But anyway, so, um, we will be back next week. Um, we do appreciate you guys for always rocking out with us. Um, you know, continue to rock out with us and, um, hit the like button. If you haven't already subscribed, if you haven't subscribed, we will be back next week at 9.05. Um, if you want to hit us up on Instagram, it's FY podcast, Instagram, and my Instagram is starz, S-T-A-R-Z-Z-E-E. -E. Patty Mayo is Patty Mayo 2 Wise. Um, yeah, and that's it for the show. And, and the thing is, is, you know, I feel like as, as, black, as the black community, us as black people, black family, we need to continue to uplift each other. Um, and I know that, you know, with 
how we was raised and the system that we're in is taught to break each other down. But, you know, moving forward, we need to continue to uplift each other, support each other, black businesses. You know, if people have black businesses that they want to get out there, we have a platform, you know, family, you need to start supporting your family that has businesses that, you know, that's trying to get out there. Like, you know, it's time for us to take charge and, um, build each other together. Up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like let's let's get our shit popping. You know what I'm saying? Like no offense to the other races or anything like that, but I'm always going to be for my black people forever and yeah, because they're always going to be for them. And so we're not going to have anything if we just keep spending our dollars elsewhere or exactly. you know spending our dollars on stupid shit that don't even make sense. Like no, make sure that you're building. Mm-hmm. something for your kids to have so that right. their kids can have and th- their kids to have. Right. So shout out to Neek's Kitchen out in New York. For any of our New York followers, Neek's Kitchen is on Instagram. Shout out to um, Pure Passion Sweets. She is in Atlanta. Um, you know, check her out. Check out um, the homies from What's Up With A Podcast. They're always rocking out with us every single week in the comments. Mm-hmm. Um, and anybody else who has... Oh, and shout out to bread bread has a um he's a photographer and you know his his um photos is dope you know mine's is a little better hello no so i'm joking <laughs> no nah, but bread he funny. did put me on to um like the cameras and shit like that so i do appreciate it yo you know i bought a fucking camera and i use that shit like three times but the you know the corona came and my mind got fucked up but anyway uh shout out to bread um but he's on instagram bread hampton y'all can look him up uh, but any other black businesses that we support on um, Deb, Deb does the CBD oil. Um, you know, I, I be smoking my pipe and I eat my candy. Matter of fact, Deb, I do. Have, I got to place another order. Um, but yeah, man, we just gotta. We, yes. <laughs> thank you, thank you, guys. We gotta continue to support and, and uplift each other, man. Because you know, at, at this point in time, you know, shit is just all over the place. But. Mm-hmm. We're going to make it through. Anyway, make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't subscribed, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Bye.